0: Good internet. You know what time it is. It's that time of the week. It's time for episode number 54 of Brother Noron. How is everyone doing? I'm your boy, Wes Gardner, Tommy DeHobo himself, joined with the two gents. we got the three musketeers in the house coming at yeah. you. So well, right there, we got Mr. Northern Bay, Mr. Marco Flores.
1: What's up, guys? What's
0: up? What's up? Yeah. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing good. I, I would like to find the joy in my work day. Like Nakamura punches balls <laughs> with
0: He does like oh, the the like oh. whoo, like he's just so oh, like frolicking about it.
1: Yes, so much joy, and I'm like so that, that, that. That's 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 amazing. <laughs>
0: that's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, we get Mr. Todd EVF. How are you, sir? It's just, uh, the the awakened, the truly yeah. actual woken uh, Mr. Todd well, EVF. You timed that out perfectly.
2: I yes. Yeah. I am absolutely wonderful. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: <laughs> just start. Um, no, I'm, a, I'm all right. Uh, my body decided a 14 hour sleep today was a good thing. I wake okay. up and then Marco sends the message like, Are we recording tonight? Like, did I oversleep this shit? And it's like, No, no, I didn't. All right. Like, cool. on the minute.
0: Like, because. Yeah. Marco messaged, uh, two minutes go by, Todd replies, and then one minute after he does, I'm like, hey guys, I'm back home, I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, worked out yeah. well. Maury, Maury oh, yeah. MIA again this week, but... uh yeah. Maury's you know. got
2: some stuff uh, she's yeah. she's taking care of.
0: Yeah, getting all the real
2: life stuff done. Yep. But good on her. At least
0: one of us is responsible. Um, <laughs> yeah, go. absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, but... Cra- crazy week! Hey how how long has it been since we've done two episodes in a row? Like oh, from man. one week one week to another week, it's not quite oh, Nitro man. Beard bad, but it's it was a uh, Nitro Beard. It was nine and a half months between two episodes. I remember that comeback episode. We were like, eh, wha, Where are we? Like we played this bit like we've been locked in a room. And we're like, what? sunlight? What? <laughs> yeah.
2: Where's my claw hammer? I need to beat guys in a hallway. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty <laughs> standard for uh,
1: us one. at the Honey Walnut Prawn. We usually take a week off after the last episode.
2: It's like ah, we did
0: it, guys. All right, vacation yeah, time. A good yeah, episode, vacation yeah. time. Good, good work. Right. See you guys next Part month. Timers. All right. Yeah. Great work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but some uh, randomness uh, as always on Brother and Around this week. But I, I want to start it off. I want to start it off with something a little in Marco's neck of the woods, and actually in Todd's as well. Um, yeah. Started reading a little bit more comic book Oh, stuff. Okay. Getting more, getting more into the Superior Spider-Man. Very so, cool. two main things happen. One, I remembered I have a Kindle. Like <laughs> it's one of those things that every once in a <laughs> while I'm like, "Hey, Kindle, here it is." Yeah. Because yeah. I have games and stuff like that. But then I was like, "Wait a minute, Kindle's Amazon." Amazon bought comiXology mm-hmm. and I went on like a binge. What was it last month? Whenever they mm-hmm. were doing like a buy one, get eight free for Marvel or something like some stupid yeah. thing. Right. So I ended up getting that first volume of the Thor God butcher. Uh, mm-hmm. God, I got a lot of stuff. Uh, all five volumes of superior Spider-Man. Cause I had volume one. Cause that's the one you recommended to me, Marco. You're like, Dan Slot yeah. did this thing. You might be way into it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got like four or five issues into that first volume, and I was like, dude, this is legit, man. This mm-hmm. is like yeah. really good. Yeah. And first time I read a Spider-Man in 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. I had no idea what the hell was going on. Um, but then finished that up, and I'm about halfway into volume two of it. And okay. it's, it's still real good. Um, oh, yeah, no.
1: Dan man. He's, that's why he's running Marvel right
0: now. So good. And uh, But then I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to install all the stuff on the Kindle. But then the Siren Song... Of what Comixology's business model is now. Oh, just sign up for Comixology Unlimited. For <laughs> five ninety nine dollars a month, read 180,000 comics. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So oh, I was wow. like, no, maybe I'm not there yet. You know, I got some volumes of stuff. I got to read this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I was like, you know what? I haven't read in a while. And I remember being a fan of, I remember that shit of the spawn like spawn origins i remember that being pretty cool i wonder if that's on here oh sure enough it is on here and look at that it's in comixology unlimited hmm Mm. Uh, that's weird i oh what's this i hear all this stuff about uh the new who like is it supergirl or something that's supposed to be like real just awesome i was like that's Mm. interesting oh look it says comixology unlimited on there hmm now, and I keep going, and I keep thinking of the most random stuff. Hey, there's a new Avengers saying. Yeah, let, let me get back yeah. into this. Let me read some old school Amazing Spider-Man from back mm. in the eighties and nineties. Mm. Guess what? Comicsology Unlimited. Unlimited, oh, like, okay. okay, Am I going to have to buckle down the six bucks a month to read an ungodly amount of comics, just blah blah blah, like blowing them out? Because I was like, okay, if this is twenty bucks a month, it's easy to say no. Yeah. It's like nah, 20 bucks a month, I don't think I'd read enough. Yeah. $6 Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, yeah. Because then even if I don't think I will like a thing, if that shit comes with comicsology unlimited, what's it what's the hurt? Yeah. Like I'll read yeah. it, and if I don't like it after two or three issues, I'm done.
2: Because I mean, if you look at it like how much um on Comicsology, how much does an an issue usually cost? Like what? Like two, three dollars?
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like stand two ninety nine, like standard yep. price. Standard you would go. Comic book price. Yeah, and like yeah. volumes so, are eleven ninety nine, ish. Some of them are higher. Like the yeah. in demand ones, like the new Avengers stuff, is like nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead nineteen ninety nine. So, but that's what you pay at MSRP. You'd go to your comic mm-hmm. shop, and they'd probably, yeah. they probably, unless they're having a deal of some sort, that's probably what you'd spend.
2: So, what I'm hearing is for the price of Two comics, two two loose issues, you're getting hundred and eighty thousand. Thousand.
1: <laughs> that's the that's a familiar number.
2: It's
0: yeah. Yeah, interesting. It's almost like Amazon has this hundred and eighty thousand number that they just like going back <laughs> yep. to. Um right. we need to get see, we need to get a partnership with Comixology, man. Shit. That's the oh, that's some deep cuts right there, man. <laughs> That'd be the dankest announcement we could ever make. Be like, by the way, you know <laughs> that comic book shit? We're in on it. Like, go yeah. get it.
2: Yep, get so, yourself a free comic on us. <laughs> yeah, Amazon.
0: Oh my God, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's the dream. We'll live yeah. the dream. Yep. But uh, but yeah, I, I was <clears> looking, <throat> looking it over, and it's just a ton of variety on there. Because I mean, and like you said, okay. Todd, if, if one issue costs three bucks, yeah, and then that's an issue. What are issues? Thirty-five pages,
2: something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: probably front back, so like sixty pages overall, maybe. Um, and that's for kind of the thicker one that's filled with ads. But but yeah, like I, you know, each night I've been reading through an issue of Superior Spider-Man. Like, okay, I'll read the 20, 30 pages. To just go through it. I think the most recent one I did was, uh, oh, because how much do you recall of Superior?
1: Um, superior, uh, I mean, it I sounds like the f- first volume and a little little bit of the second. Yeah. That I went through. And then after that, I, I stopped buying at that point. And then, like, I just kept up, like, through news sites and, like, what's going oh, on yeah. with the story and such. So,
0: so, cause, yeah, I'm at the, I'm at the part now to where Peter Parker, which is actually Doc Ock, cause mm-hmm. I, I guess Amazing Spider Man 700 is the one where yeah. they actually killed Peter Parker. Like, nope. Yeah, they did. He's the dead. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then Doc Ock did the switch where he got Peter's <laughs> body. Um, so the first volume ends, the the last uh, issue of the first volume, I think is issue six or seven, about, uh, I guess the villain's name is Massacre.
2: Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. the
0: guy's name. And what he does is he massacres people. He starts big, like, oh. mass shootings, and, like, that's what okay. he does. But what he did is, like, he wore a t-shirt for a soda company, and they were like he went up to the CEO of the competing soda company and was like, if you pay me $12 million, I'll wear this t-shirt while I do my next mass shooting. <laughs> like, what? what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> um, okay, at the Rogue. A little, little spoiler. So this does get into Superior Spider-Man spoilers, but I'm probably, what, 10 years behind the times on the shit. Anyway. Yeah, it is
1: yeah, some time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little
0: bit. Yeah, they had some time to read it. Um, yeah. But at the end of the issue... Uh, you know, Spider-Man stops, massacre, does all that stuff. But then Spider-Man, Doc Ock, picks up the gun and executes him. That's right. In the, right. I in remember the that. middle of like everything. So you got all these, you know, civilians, all this stuff. But then what was the most interesting thing about it? No one was mad at him. No one thought mm. it pushed over the line except for the Avengers because they were like, what the fuck? Like, whoa! Something's not right because Peter would never yeah. do that. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of their telltale. But the crowd was like, "Good work, Spider Man." Mm. It's like, huh? That's <laughs> kind of an interesting thing, right? Like, um. And then the the issue afterward, I guess, dealt with these two YouTube stars, which this is why I wanted to bring it up. Um, <laughs> Jester and like Speedball or whatever they're called, yeah, Screwball yeah, yeah. or. Um, yeah. And they're like, we're gonna make a dank YouTube video, and we're gonna prank these people.
1: They're dank <laughs> villains. That's what it is. <laughs> they they are. Funny. They
0: like they dress like clowns, and they have the jester stuff. And what they do is they go like pie in the face. Yeah, they throw a pie in the face of like Jay uh, Jameson, the mayor. They're like, oh, we're gonna pie you in the face, bro. But they think it's like an execution attempt. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone freaks out, and they're like, hey, it's just a prank, bro. And Spider Man comes down. And beasts ever loving shit out of them, <laughs> like
1: yeah, beasts are in.
0: They can't walk anymore. Like they're like, please stop. <laughs> yeah. Like their teeth are falling out, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. But that's whenever the, and that's where I'm at right now. And now the Avengers are like, okay, Wolverine, you got to step in and figure out. We're like, right. what the fuck? Um, like yeah, because I I think it was, Wolvie was in there. Uh, Captain America. Uh, the, see with the Avengers, since I don't know a ton about it, I don't know like what version. You know what I mean? Because it seems like there's a I, lot of I, versions. I
1: believe, I believe you're in the Jonathan Hickman era of Avengers. I that think that was makes the sense.
0: one Avengers that I,
1: I recommended you get also get. Yes, yeah, and I great. did get that the, the first one that. that.
0: And the whole rest of that is on Comicsology Unlimited. So it's mm-hmm. like I just got to buckle down and pay the six bucks a month and never <laughs> run like out of comics. Because they bring <laughs> out – and talking about subscription services, and we'll touch on this in a minute, but, Todd, you'll be happy to know – Dude, I am that close to Xbox Game Pass. I am like that freaking close.
2: Will Will Crackdown Three be the tipping point?
0: That will be. Because I saw it and I was like, "Fuck!" Day one, Crackdown Three for ten bucks a month. Yep, a month. That's
2: honestly like if Sony were to have priced their PS Now like Game Pass, you'd be doing a lot better.
0: I agree. Totally. Because Because, right now, PS Now is 20.
2: Yeah, it's 20. Okay. Um, You do get PC streaming. You do get PC streaming on the uh, Game Pass as well for uh, the Xbox Anywhere games, which would include um, currently Sea of Thieves, uh, the the robo thing that just came out, and uh, Crackdown 3. So, Mm. but yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's really interesting. And just kind of uh, ducking back into uh, comics, like I... I'm looking at comicsology, and I'm upset that this isn't part of the unlimited. But it is totally worth it. It's a series called "Kill or Be Killed." Mm-hmm. Um, the premise is basically a uh, guy, young man, he kind of decides that it's his life is done, so he tries to uh, end it. Mm-hmm. He's spared by a demon who says, "You're basically going to have to kill people to live another another month."
0: Oh,
1: okay. And the, okay. the
2: whole uh, thing deals with not only him being this vigilante and doing this, but the re, uh, the ramifications on his family and mm. the fact of like dealing with like a vigilante and all the other stuff. Yeah. So uh, it was done by Ed Brubaker. So, oh, OK. Yeah, that's a name that's I actually remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, it's through image. And I mean, they got the collected like the, the first volume of the collected is six dollars. Um it's the first four issues. So uh, How they've many, only uh, done, volumes
0: are there.
2: Uh, as of right now, there's only three. Oh, well, that's not bad. Um there was it? Uh issue seventeen just came out. Um and they've announced up to issue twenty. So
0: Oh cool. So, so it's, it's still fairly early new on. Oh, yeah. wow, interesting, yeah. Yeah. And see that seems to be the right time to get into stuff because I even and I think Margaret, you're the one that told me this what years ago? Cause I was always mm. kind of like, well, you know, I really like planetary. I really like right. watchmen, uh, you know, uh, pride of Baghdad, mm-hmm. more of that Brian K Vaughn, not necessarily a comic series, but like a short story, like you buy mm-hmm. the one book and it's done. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. here's your book. Here's your watchman book. Enjoy. Um, here's your Alan Moore. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but with, a but you were the one that told me never be in- tempted by a number 1 never be tempted uh, be like yeah, yeah. oh this is a cool new series and it's issue number 1 what a perfect time to get in because that's the fucking mark like that is yeah. <laughs> they that's what they drive their business on is like yeah. we're going to do a new number 1 issue every single number month one. so now you have to buy 8 billion comics and it's you know
2: I, while I agree, I kind of disagree at certain, certain points on that. Like, if it's, if it's like with established characters, completely agree. Like, Spider Man number one, like, we've had like seven of these. Like, (laughs) in
0: in 10 years, yeah.
2: (laughs) But when you deal with like more of like the indie comic scene, Mm -hmm. um, I know Killer Be Killed, Uh, I was going to the shop I was going to, uh, I talked to the guy, I'm like, hey, um, Anything because they always did staff recommendations. I'm like, is there oh. anything you would recommend? He goes, he walks over and he goes, we have two issues of the of this left. Mm. We got these yesterday. It's an Ed Brubaker comic. It's called Kill or Be Killed. Um, they sent. We ordered 30 of them. We have two left in less than 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. And the next reprint isn't coming out until next month. Wow. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I jumped on that. I think I got the first like six or seven issues, and I was like, "This is this is really good shit. This is yeah. really good." But I mean, it's Ed Brubaker, and I, that's kind of like was oh, well, you know what? I'll check it out because mm. he's a name in the in the industry. Yeah, you're and, right, right? You know, but um, I mean, we're dealing with dealing with more of the indie comics. Getting a number one is more of a big deal. Um. Yeah. because there's a lot of times they don't do collected they don't do the collections oh, so right. yeah huh. so you're dealing with a lot of like loose issues and if they do a collection like they'll do a collection maybe like two years three years in if yeah it survived that long so and it'll be like five issues you know for the mm. first collection you're like well fuck <laughs> but, right <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. So definitely definitely more of the mainstream Marvel and D C. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, not worry about the whole number one thing. Um but yeah, with the with Image and any any of the other publishers, uh just created own comics, you yeah. you definitely uh yeah. be more on the lookout for more like number one since like what yeah. Todd said, they don't come out with the collections as often as you know. Yeah, as,
0: right. And I've noticed that they with like yeah, Image and like vertigo mm-hmm. um like that style of Um, and and that's one I have, I think I have volume one or it's like issues one, two, and three of saga, which Mm -hmm. I've heard tons of stuff about, like people Mm -hmm. are like, holy shit. Even on comiXology, you go to comiXology and there's a button that says, are you brand new to comics? And you click it and there's two series that come up. One is fables and the Mm -hmm. other is saga.
1: Those two I hear often.
0: Those are the ones, and like, of course, you have Walking Dead, you have your staples, but those two seem (laughs) to be kind of the thing. And I haven't, I don't, I think I may have read issue one of Saga and I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, I just had no context, I guess. So it kind of flew, so I should probably go revisit it. But now that's apparently in like third or fourth volume, like it's been trucking, uh, like crazy. Like, I'm I'm
2: looking right now, I'm looking at the Comixology Unlimited thing and even on like the it says comicsology unlimited unlimited reading anywhere you go and it shows a bunch of comics and it's like attack on titan saga walking dead
0: <laughs> like, yeah dude like <laughs> just buying one volume of walking dead is 20 bucks yeah 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 and that's digital a digital version yeah. so at and, that rate like
2: you know I'll do the I'll do the hype thing because like I know we're not we don't have a deal with them yet but hopefully this will do something we'll Comixology mystery. unlimited dollars 5.99 a month like that is outrageously cheap yeah you know you is. got the the tons of comics for unlimited reading but here's a little point that was missed Comixology unlimited members save 15 uh 10 to 15% off all books from Marvel Image IDW publishing dynamite and more. Yes. Even on new releases. Oh, wow. So that, I mean that if you're, if you're looking to get into comics and you're looking to pick up a few, just go with unlimited.
0: Yeah. 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 That way You can kind of choose what you want to read. Cause like right now I'm on the big Spider-Man kick. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm really feeling this character. But then what's Mm -hmm. to say after I get done with the four or five, you know, volumes of that, I'm like, Let's go way off the beaten path. Let's get uh yeah. transmetropolitan. I've heard some stuff about that. Yeah. Uh let me let me read some old uh who is that? Uh Bendis? Mm-hmm. Is that who did oh, Transmetropolitan? That
2: sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe so. But yeah, I mean if you just if you just look at like some of the stuff and I mean they got a bunch of free comics as well on um comicsology. I I
0: tell you what, I loaded up on those free ones and some of them that they're giving away aren't bad deals. Like you're g- going to get a lot of them and it actually helps me to where it's like here's a primer. Here's a here's a Nightwing primer. Everything you need to know a 40-page booklet all about the history of Nightwing as a character. And like here's where he started and here's what his story is, but now circa 2016 or 17 Here's where Nightwing is now. So if you want to start reading it, here are the five issues you should buy. And like, so it's almost like a brochure, but it's yeah. a very mm-hmm. informative brochure. You're, I mean, that by itself is its own comic. You're like well, reading. What through I, it, like, what what I
2: think is kind of cool though, is I'm looking at these and I mean, some of them have the unlimited banner on them. So it's just like, oh, hey, here's a comic for you for free. If you really want to read the rest of the series... Yeah. there's unlimited you can do that yeah. and i mean you got fantastic Four, the new avengers um the ultimates mm-hmm. i mean that's you know teenage mutant ninja turtles uh i mean yeah. you got and i'm just those are like the oh and the overwatch comic like those are all part mm-hmm. of unlimited and that was just the first page of free comics and i'm like what the fuck yeah man so, yeah so i would it, i would I don't use the service. Like, I'm just finding out about this right now, but this is a service yeah, that, no, that if I that sounds would, like I good would deal. take advantage of.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. a like, great deal, actually. And like Comixology apparently has mobile apps. Yeah. So yeah. you just download it there and you can read almost like a Kindle. You can do Kindle stuff on the phone. I mean, Amazon's kind of on it as far as delivering digital books in a way that makes complete sense that i mean they kind of got that market cornered but yeah like getting getting good into the uh because yeah we started playing the uh, amazing spider-man on steam um and -hmm. that was a that was a fun stream Um, did you
2: did you run into the uh the mobile apps thing did you even check that out no not yet (laughs) because you're you're one of those like what the fuck moments like you want me to give you money so I can play Peter Parker playing a mobile game (laughs) that I had to buy with real money. (laughs)
0: That's hysterical. Uh, I did, (laughs) like, after each boss fight, there was, like, a Twitter feed. Like, Mm -hmm. so you would see what your score was for the, uh, oh, you did great, you did this, and the combos and stuff. But then over on the other side, it's like, did you see the big dragon outside? That thing was stupid. And, like, it has all these just hilarious (laughs) comments, and I was like, all right, I can get behind this. So Marvin was uh, was
1: popping off on Twitter. Yeah. That.
0: yeah, someone was like, I grabbed my shotgun and I went outside. Can't get that shit in my city.
1: <laughs> you can't believe what happened in New York, see?
0: Yeah. Oh, hot off the presses, see?
1: The rhino ran over people again.
0: Oh, that menace can never be stopped. <laughs> The haberdashery. We have to uh, (laughs) try to think old 1920s like uh... chicanery. Yeah, but (laughs) all my stars and stripes. Great, googly moogly. We got (laughs) to listen, pack up and we'll do this thing and then we'll do that thing too. See? That's the best character we've ever made that Like <laughs> so oh, now man. now it's kind of a tie to where we have for those that don't know him we're going like deep cut like years old shit uh, Marco and I during the power hour we created a character named Marvin who is like a 1920s mobster who reacts he it's like a f- perfect fish <laughs> out of water character right yeah. because he's in the dumbest scenarios but we want him to react in the way that you would expect. Like, a perfect example, if you need a context of who Marvin would be, there there's an old character on Bugs Bunny cartoons named Muggsy. And he's, like, short and squatty and has a hat and right. it, like, goes over his eyes. But he says, yeah, like, I yeah, yeah see, yeah, yeah. Like, it's that <laughs> terrible cliché. But, like, we love that where he's almost like a newsie. And he's just chasing the biggest story, like, yeah, ah! Like, it's... <laughs> It's the worst thing, but it gets progressively more dumb, and that's mm-hmm. what makes it better. But then we have, and we mentioned this on the old brothering around. We have uh, Detective McKenzie, which that—that's <laughs> why I think brothering around is such a great point because all four of us were in for the inception of that character.
2: We know, didn't I, give him a name. That was the we, best part. We yeah. didn't have a he had, had no name. It wasn't Crackdown that I—I I was just like McKenzie. <laughs> hey, yeah, Todd named him, but
0: it was we just started riffing. About how we should write an '80s vengeance police crime, yeah. And then, I think what really kicked it off is Marco did the perfect. You said, "What was it?" I got the DA oh, up my ass. Oh, yeah, like
1: the district attorney's up my ass.
0: <laughs> you're rogue. That's
1: so far up my ass.
0: You're rogue. Yeah, you're just a loose cannon. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all have that. Those. So we made up the m- most scenes. Of just dumb shit that you see in every one of those movies. Like, and mm-hmm. I thought about another one. I thought about it somehow, it worked today. I was like, there has to be a time to where McKenzie is doing his renegade shit, right? But then the new detective that's actually working at the police station is trying to chase McKenzie because, mm-hmm. okay. well, I know who this is. But okay, so it's going to be the scene, you know, whatever. Like someone comes up to the screen and they're like this on the screen and they're like looking kind of diagonal and someone runs up behind like, sir, sir, you can't be in this room. And then they have like a business card and they don't even acknowledge the person and they just like hand them the business card. Yeah. Like, I have a permit to be here. Yeah. Like that's I was thinking about that exact scene. I was like, yeah, that'd be a good one. Because then, <laughs> then it's like, sir, I don't. This is an off limits premises. I don't You know, just trying to get him. And he's like, read the badge.
1: <laughs> and then it, it, it the, they talk about the card like it's American psycho like it's uh, laminated oh, and it's like
0: this is Manila the gloss and, <laughs> yeah it's like the embed like what Go was and you see
2: is with his business card <laughs> it's a bone white with this style of font
0: <laughs> it's it's beveled
1: beveled does not even care he's using comic sans
2: <laughs> yeah oh
0: my god <laughs> who is this guy <laughs> And then, yeah, somehow McKenzie's wife died. But the reason why it changes every time. No matter yeah. what this scene is, something happened to his wife. And that's all he's, he's just out for vengeance. No matter who is involved, doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> I'm going to let you guys in on the pot twist. He never was married.
0: <laughs> right. You figured out that he was actually married to his, like, male best friend. Like, oh, that was wow. the twist the whole time. Like, or mm-hmm. it was the new other detective that he just yeah. met. And, like, I was your wife the whole time. Oh, my God. Like, it's <laughs> just that plot twist that doesn't make sense.
1: And then is Mar- like, chasing McKenzie. Detective McKenzie, Detective McKenzie. What is this news about you coming out?
0: I got a stooge that filled me in. Stooge
2: oh yeah just recruit jessica jones oh
0: so, yeah yeah dude that
2: game's awesome i've been i've been killing it on this game
1: i really dude, have. i i promoted i promoted Todd to captain but he's a higher level than me and i'm the leader of that, that
0: <laughs> that's a real life mckenzie thing now like yeah. you're, the, mckenzie now <laughs> you're somehow higher in the totem pole than i am and the da's still up my ass i don't understand yeah.
1: Why are you still a detective? You could have been you could have been a commander by now. You became
0: mayor. I don't understand where's his... What are you doing? Now you're part of the Senate. I don't You have a seat on the Senate, McKenzie. You Why can't are you just the let Service that go and up? the president at the same time? Yeah, you can't just go by idly by and not have your that could Who's wait.
1: Who's going to protect you? You? Yeah.
0: I don't need protection. They need protection. I am protection. <laughs> yeah, protection's my middle name, <laughs> Kyle Protection McKenzie. <laughs> and it says it like on his birth certificate. are <laughs> like, that's really ironic. They oh hear, no, it,
1: it's actually it's actually true. You can um yeah, protection. Well, it's protection.
0: It's in the phone book. There it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pro hyphen pro hyphen protection. <laughs>
0: And professional <laughs> yes. I was like What? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> oh man!
1: So this is like part five this of this dumb lore. We have to make this, our this own. Should be a comic that you make.
0: Oh, <laughs> put it on Comicsology <laughs> Unlimited.
2: Just, just yeah. the story. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking that idea.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Oh man see, and like <laughs> let let us know like in the comments on YouTube or like hit us up on the website, like what bad trope has to be in the movie because we've yeah. we came up with a lot of them the but there's
1: always more,
0: oh, there's always more, and like <laughs> we talked about the car, there was something up with the car, oh like the car was just an old beater, and like it wouldn't mm. quite start right all the time, and then he would say those lines like, well, you know she's all i got so we're gonna make <laughs> this work like he he's just weirdly emotional towards his the car. <laughs> to the terrible like old lincoln continental
1: so mackenzie is in like a deep tra- trouble firefight but all of a sudden the car saves the day like <laughs> i knew you would
0: <laughs> it, it was in <laughs> neutral and it <laughs> like it was <laughs> And it takes out somebody who like slowly, dramatically like, pulls out a handgun like, uh ah, like McKenzie. And then like as it comes, then that car just whacks him.
1: Like a set of bowling pins, it just, the car takes them all out straight. Boom, boom,
0: boom, 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 boom. Like crates. Because they're just in a warehouse full of crates. Like there's no sh- actual shit in the crates. It's just barrels and crates. Like it's like a spark factory. They just make sparks.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Chinese fireworks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. like in the background,
1: and the other it's... side is like a like a bull China China shop or like a uh,
0: <laughs> oh th-
1: like chocolate. oh man
0: <laughs> it would be uh <laughs> and then of course he would have to like go to the bar but then the bartenders the wise one that like gives him the advice that he needs. But it's always some weird, like, platitude thing. It's like the way he says it. It's like, sometimes it's not what you can do for your country. It's what your country can do for you. And he was like, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you like, what? <laughs>
1: like, well, didn't you think about it like that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have the full house moment of, like, <laughs> real, realization. Like, oh.
1: Zoom. Zoom at the eyes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the credits roll. Like... <laughs>
1: And that funny zoom
0: at the end, yeah, the credit call, <laughs> the the jump in the air where they just stop, <laughs> like it's just
1: <laughs> action pose. But,
0: but then, but then the commander like has a folded newspaper and he's still screaming like Mackenzie, like <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: he's in his he's in his bathrobe
0: at the at his house. <laughs> he has his slippers on,
1: <laughs> with the socks on.
0: He has a small dog. He's holding his dog like, ah. I'm just taking my dog out, Mackenzie. <laughs> and, his, and then his wife comes out with hair colors. Rod, get back in the house. It's cold outside. You're going to run up the light bill. Because there's always like the nagging wife character, which is yeah. totally inappropriate. Like, oh, my God, the worst. But yeah. there's always one. And it's like, can't you see I'm on the phone with McKenzie? <laughs> Shit's hit the fan. Uh-huh.
1: I know where you get your Johnny,
2: McKenzie now. never really existed. <laughs> That's the plot twist, yeah. It I ends can... up being a whole fight club, Tyler Durden thing. Like... <laughs> the, the, the other
0: police officers are around the guy on the bed and they're like, but, but what happened to the captain? And they're like, what captain? And like, well, <laughs> the captain. It's like, the captain's been dead for 55 yeah. years. Yes. I haven't I mean, even been crazy. alive for 55 years. <laughs> <laughs> You've been alive for 200 years. Well, <laughs> like, they get progressively, like, more dumb. It's like, Westworldish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You haven't been real this entire time. <laughs> yeah. And then he wakes yeah. up. So, like, not only is it the plot twist of, like, I see dead people, but then he yeah. wakes up, so it's the dream plot twist on top of the other plot <laughs> twist. So it's like, I've been dreaming this the whole time. All, All right, right, honey, we'll go back to bed.
1: <laughs> it was so real. Yeah. And then Mackenzie's about to face his actual death, but he thinks about the past, and then he he sends a message to his past saying he must win. Like, I'm basically saying <laughs> Mortal, Kombat, Mortal Kombat 9. Or yeah, Mortal Kombat nine. Oh, it's like and time it's splitters, ready. or it's like this Hiro Nakamura from a...
0: <laughs> from heroes. Like time just stops, and it's McKinsey from the past, and he's like, "You must take this bullet." Right. Who are you? I'm you, like right? <laughs> from the past, from the future past. Oh my god,
1: days of the future past. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this is gonna so, be it. progression on our uh <laughs> on, on, on the buddy on the cop the cop that's, uh, thing.
0: That's the best thing, because anytime you introduce death and then time travel, you can do whatever you want. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Whatever story thing happened, <laughs> either you turn back time so it didn't happen, or mm-hmm. like you travel to where it yeah. It, <laughs> like that's what happened with Lost. I'll, Lost was ridiculous because it was like, ah the, the, well the island, see? It transports Mm -hmm. in space and time. And then you're like, all right. And then you're like, how does it do that? And they're like, well, let me tell you. And this is a real (laughs) spoiler for Lost, by the way. So if you're watching Lost, I apologize about telling you this. Like, well, you see, there's a polar bear. And the polar bear walks around the little wheel. And as he spins the wheel, it makes the island move. (laughs) Oh, the fuck? <laughs> I've watched this for five fucking years And it's a polar bear <laughs> But they tried to tie that back in Because in the first episode uh, Sawyer I guess The what the character that I always said uh, Josh Holloway The dude that mm. should fucking play Gambit By the way, sidetrack: Josh Holloway, google that guy He yeah, should yeah. be Gambit No one else mm-hmm. No Taylor Kish, no the Gambit No Channing Tatum no Channing Tatum no 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 get Josh Holloway the dudes from New Orleans do it like he was born to play that role he looks like Gambit he has the hair cut the same way he's six foot four Gambit's six foot four like come on come on (laughs) make this happen yeah Um, but yeah so in the first episode of Lost they shoot a polar bear in the middle of a tropical island like Mm. guys that was a bear not just any bear but a polar bear so that's how they explain the polar bear Five fucking okay. years later, I'm like, <laughs> oh, he was the time traveling polar bear. Okay, that makes well. Per- I feel very relieved that that's oh, what the go. answer to that was. Um,
1: you know, you know, there's a new show that's like saying, like, oh yeah, it's from the people from Lost. Um, I'm forgetting what it was, what it's called, but it's like the sheriff is seeing all these people in like in the ocean, like laying flat, like lifeless. Yeah, and they're like show like showing up the shore but they're alive and then you, you they get taken to like you know like a like a, a high school gym and it's, it's a lot of people that they have to like house yeah and then like one of the, one of the little kids of, of the people that are showing up in the ocean is saying like um uh do we did we win the war like the the sheriff's like there is no war the girl's like it's coming and then like the show uh i'm oh. yeah, I'm forgetting what it was actually called because they're, they're like hyping it up right now. It's like, it so sounds the like, people some, from so like oh, no.
0: That sounds like <laughs> McKinsey shit to me. <laughs> yeah. The war hasn't even happened yet. Oh, my God.
1: Right.
0: right. <laughs> so, like, oh.
1: yeah, I don't know what the, uh, the name of the show is called, but, yeah, they're, they're hyping that up.
2: Oh,
0: geez. <laughs> and what's the deal with why do shows start off really fucking awesome and then turn terrible? Like, Heroes is the same way. Season one of Heroes is genius. I think the first season of Heroes might be one of the best television shows ever made. Genuinely. Because of how it pays off all the character development. But then season two, you're like, what is this? And then season three turns into... You go back to, like, the Samurai Wild West. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? And then it's about the parents, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Um... <laughs> Lost was kind of the same way. Season one was pretty good. And then all the way up until season three was actually not bad. And then they started getting into the, we have to answer all the crazy questions that we put out there. <laughs> but all the answers sucked. Yeah, like, yeah. All right, now that's not paying off. Um, yeah. And, you know, but then you have the good ones that stayed. Uh, arguably, I'd say like Breaking Bad got better as it went. Oh, absolutely. Like it, it didn't. It started okay. Like it was intriguing enough to keep watching. But then that last season's fucking Mm-hmm. Money, like great show, uh, and then of course it wouldn't be a commie to Hobo moment without talking about Battlestar Galactica.
1: There it is,
2: woo, buddy, woo, Battlestar. <laughs> um, the I mean, best show, show ever made, by the uh, way. Uh, was it one show I feel? Did I mean I I very love hate thing with it? Agents yeah. of Shield.
0: Mm-hmm. I need to start
2: it. So. Considering you haven't started it, what I'll I will tell you is the first half of the first season is very rough.
0: That's what I've heard. Like it didn't find its footing <coughs> and they didn't know how they wanted to tie it into stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, you might see the famous movie stars like Iron Man.
2: Well, they but, it, well, the thing is like they had a plan. It's just that it was very poorly executed in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, where the fuck are they taking this? And then the mid season happened, and you're like, yeah.
0: oh, yes. what? <laughs> it's See, just, that exciting. was that
2: moment. I, so I always tell people like, if you're going to start watching Agents of Shield, yeah. start from the beginning. You're gonna probably hate it. Yeah, stick through it. Once mm-hmm. you get to that mid season, because the mid season ties up so much from that like what the fuck's going on with this shit part of the oh, season?
0: I see. Right.
2: And then it all makes sense. And you're like, oh my God, I've been watching something that's actually really good. Oh, and they gotcha. T- and the thing is, they tend to do that. Like they did it a couple, they did it in another season. And I was just like, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, they're pulling this bullshit again. Like, why the fuck are they? And then the mid season, I'm like, oh. That's why they did that, <laughs> right. Right? Okay. Like, you sons yeah. of bitches, you got me again. Um,
0: <laughs> and I love when shows are able to do that, like yeah. genuinely yeah. be able to make it happen.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, it's just... Um, the one thing I will say is that they did... And it comes down to the tie-ins. So, mm. like, mm. the if you look at when the first season released, look about what Marvel films came out around that time. Yeah,
0: wasn't that around... Iron Winter Man
1: 3. So like, yeah, Avengers, Winter yeah, Soldier. No. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because wasn't one of the things Duder that got spoiler shot in Avengers? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. His detective.
1: That's that's yeah. the first thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, so, first episode, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they, that's what, okay. So that makes sense because that's why it sticks out in my mind that they based kind of that character that his stuff mm-hmm. happens from there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah interesting I I do need to watch it now that it's on all of it's on Netflix and I I think uh, Hulu has the episodes either Hulu or like PlayStation now which is what I have I think they have the episodes yeah the day after Um, yeah which is a good way to do it because I I don't like set my alarm to watch TV at the time it happens anyway like I'll even watch Raw or Smackdown like seven or eight hours later you know I'll like oh let me get a lunch break oh let me catch up on what happened um but but yeah i will say if you if you haven't watched battlestar though got to <laughs> get on that cuz i i do think cuz i've seen if there's a big name tv show that's big oh think of sons of anarchy and the sopranos and the west wing and the wire and like the wire's great shit the wire is like television literature oh yeah that the it, that,
2: wire is amazing
0: yeah the wire is one of those that like if you want to have a full course meal <clears> and think about it something for the rest of your life Mm-hmm. Watch The Wire, because that's just happening in your hometown right now. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's what's depressing about it. But, um, but with Battlestar, they do this great peak and valley thing to where they they pull you in. They give you little slivers of hope. Like, basically, you know, humanity is running from the Cylons. The big plot twist thing is that the Cylons look like humans. So you mm. don't know who's a Cylon. It came out right after September 11th. And that's basically what the ammunition for the whole show is. Is like, what if everybody's a terrorist? Like, everyone mm-hmm. has that, oh, you're a terrorist, like, point at your neighbor and all that stuff. If there's only 35,000 people left in the human race, who do you trust? And now you're out in space. You don't know where you're going. Um, yeah, you don't know where you're going. You're stranded. You're running out of food. You're running out of gasoline. You're running out of all this stuff. Like, what do you do? Yeah. And they nail it. It gets it gets real bad, but then it gets better. But then mm. it gets real bad. Yeah. Again. And, like, <laughs> so so it's one of those that, especially with a, especially Fair with, downstairs. oh, yeah, um, it, it, it gets alarmingly, like, almost depressing. You're like, oh, God, can I watch this? And then they come yeah. up. The sun rises again, you know, like that sort of <laughs> just great storytelling. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see. I think uh, Todd dropped. So if you're watching the YouTube <laughs> archive, there's um, <laughs> some crazy uh, video stuff happening right now. Um, yeah. So we'll do that. We'll do that. Bam. There you go. Got a little side image of Marco right there. There you go. Perfect. You go. Cool. Cool. So um, we got that going, uh, but yeah, great TV stuff. I'm just excited about the 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 comic stuff because it seems like Superior Spider-Man is headed. I think there's only one way it's going to end. Um.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: I I really only see it ending one way to where mm-hmm. there's either like. And this is going to be goofy, especially when I read it and I'm way off base. Either there's <laughs> going to be like a body transfusion because they're going to figure out what the fuck happened and be like, oh, well, Doc Ock's actually in this body. So what we need to do is get Doc Ock and then Peter Parker and then they're going to bloop and then that type mm. of deal. Or what I think would be more interesting is keep Peter Parker dead, keep him dead, have Spider Man actually be Doc Ock, have it mm. be. Because right now the thing that I think is interesting is like Doc Ock, you know, as Peter Parker, is bettering Peter Parker's life in a lot of ways. Like yeah. he's he's making sure he gets a doctorate. He's going yeah. back to school. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: he I don't have a degree.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's like, what do you mean I don't have a degree? I'm you know, he's so proud of his ego and his intelligence that he's like, no, 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 no. So, but what he's doing is he's getting Peter Parker a better life by doing this, but then kind of the emotional trauma stuff. And like, and it starts touching on a little bit again. And what we talked about, what God, probably 20 episodes ago, um, whenever I first started reading it is I was like blown away with how personal they got with Doc Ock's like upbringing. And like, I think Mm -hmm. it was the vulture and at the vulture, whenever he summoned his other vultures to come and like attack Spider-Man, Spider-Man was fist fighting him and stuff, punched off one of their masks. And it was a kid a child him. that he like a child soldier type thing and then,
1: yeah, and then he got tr- triggered
0: yeah he, he totally it triggered him and then peter parker saw the memory of like him being beaten by his stepdad or like something like that so where it was yeah. this, like childhood abuse and you're like oh fuck like uh, you know not expected yeah. yo there welcome back yep. um so Internet
2: decided that i wanted to duck out
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of crapped out but yeah, yeah i'm just talking about the superior spider-man um, have you read Superior Spider-Man?
2: Um, I've read some of it. Like I'm not, I'm not big on Spider-Man, but the fact that Doctor Octavius had the uh, had Peter's body because he like the whole I'm dying and let me just give him my mind, like give my mind <laughs> yeah, to take yeah. him, Coupled with the fact that I, I forget which book it was, but uh, Doctor Octavius was dating Aunt May.
0: Mm-hmm. So oh like, yeah, because it was like <clears throat> young Aunt May or something. Yeah, it was
2: a weird. Yeah. So in my head, was he was dying. He took Peter's body so he could be close to her again. Like that was my head canon.
0: Oh, interesting. Kind of and... like a Harry Potter shit with Snape. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> but yeah. So like, what the the big deal about it is you you know Peter Parker's mind is in there, but he can also see Doc Ock's memories. Um, so, like, yeah, with the Vulture thing and where whenever he's fighting Vulture's guys, one of the masks comes off and it's a kid. That triggers Doc Ock because he remembers being abused as a child. And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, this is getting kind of fucking deep. Like, whoa, yeah. I was not expecting a Spider-Man book to talk about, like, childhood abuse and, like, yeah. a very graphic childhood abuse. And you're like, whoa. Um, but then that kind of happened again with the whole Jester uh, screwball, I think that's their name, um, mm-hmm. thing, because they want people to be the butt of the jokes. Mm-hmm. And then that's why Spider Man ends up beating the holy shit out of those two. Yeah. Is like, because those two are taking advantage of people that are vulnerable. And then Doc Ock starts having memories like in the schoolyard, like, oh, people pushed me down and did all this stuff and would prank me and take pictures of me and like kind of really uncomfortable stuff. And, uh, but that's when he snaps and he just beats the ever loving crap out of these. Like, the, and even the pictures and stuff, I was like, God damn. Like,
1: oh, <laughs> yeah, He went
0: yeah. after it. Like, they are, they are literally not pulling punches. They're not shying away from this type of stuff. But it's interesting because it shows the type of trauma that Doc Ock has to come, like, go through. And now that Peter Parker knows about Doc Ock and he's like, well, maybe I need to balance this somehow like Mm -hmm. this guy needs help how do i get him help if i can't do anything do i talk to him and get him through it like so now there's this partnership thing happening and it's really interesting um like it's a dynamic that i would never have expected because when i think spider-man i think of the spider-man i read well i'm gonna say some quippy lines and i'm gonna stop venom and venom is mad and he picked up a car and he threw it at somebody (laughs) and i stopped it with my web like that's the spider-man i remember but this is a different this is like a therapy session for doc ock it's a therapy session for peter parker because he has Mm. to come to terms with what he did not accomplish in life you're like this is some heady shit man like (laughs) this is a full course meal um yeah but yeah just stoked like it's i still got all of volume two and like three more volumes to read Mm. just for that story beat and it's it's
2: it's a great series uh from from what i've what I remember reading and from what I've heard, because I never finished it, but it was a great series and you'll definitely appreciate yeah.
0: it. Yeah. I'm, definitely I, I kind of like the headier sort of like, not quite mind fuck stuff, but it's on the verge of it. Like, oh, you got to think about this. Like, I, that's the type of entertainment I like. And it's great because my wife is like, can't we just watch a thing that's just <laughs> like a fucking thing? <laughs> like, we don't have to think yes. and do a thesis <laughs> about it and, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah so, and then after that I will be going right into Thor God Butcher which is another one that's supposed to be mm. intense because that's Detective Thor like all of these other gods mm-hmm. are being slaughtered all these gods are being butchered I need to figure out what's going on and yeah apparently mm. that gets kind of extreme as well Yeah, so that's exciting but yeah so I, I'm trying to make my way through because I know Brian K. Vaughn because I, I remember, uh, I think he did Why the Last Man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he also did Pride of Baghdad, which I really liked. Um, it's funny, I'm, I'm a fan of Steve Niles, uh, the 30 Days of Night guy. I actually got to meet Steve Niles. Like, I have an old picture with him, and he came to Ooh. our comic shop and stuff and like did an autograph deal. And it was just yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool guy. And we actually got to drive him back to the airport. Um, so we were like his chauffeur around we're like ha ha Steve Niles Cause it was right when the uh, movie came out With Josh Hartman When they adapted oh, okay. it into that So he was doing like a tour about the book And I have a signed copy of it Like it's the uh, silver sharpie And it's on there and it's all that stuff So, But that was a great story Like those like really poignant little Story beat type things I was like okay I, I dig that comics seem to be Getting better and better at doing that about the nice little like bittersweet touches or you know, they, they can talk about something kind of intense. Yeah. But since it's the facade of like Spider Man or you know, Captain America, you're not expecting it. You're thinking, oh, the hero's gonna save the day. And then the hero doesn't save the day. And you're like, Oh, how do I feel about this? Like it makes you ask a lot of questions about yourself I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. do I agree with what just happened here? <laughs> and like, but that's that's pretty rad.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um,
0: so, so, so Marco, what would you think of like, what, what are your thoughts on your kind of favorite story beat of recently, like of su- stuff that you've read, even, and I say recently, probably the past eight years, like we'll eight keep years. it. Pr- yeah. Pretty open the like, past decade. Uh, do, do you think mm. there's one like big comic moment that you're like, Oh, everyone needs to experience the plot twist of blah, blah, blah. Or like. You don't even have to ruin the twist, but you could say what series it is, because then we can see if it's on Comicsology Unlimited, and <laughs> like, basically, is a... there is there a comic that has an old boy moment that we all need to like experience? You know,
1: I mean, if you're talking like old boy moments, I feel like more, I'm hearing it more on the DC side of things on Rebirth, but that's like up to pretty much up to date. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to comic books and like and plus plus rebirth is introducing the watchmen into the dc universe whoa so so that's a thing right yeah. like but like with the whole new 52 thing that they were doing and uh like, like before before the it, it was like being like common or like being like up to date yeah yeah they were saying like yeah uh you know mr manhattan maybe has has uh, had a, like a thing in like in shaping the world sort of thing so that's yeah. why uh, Superman is a little bit more cocky than he was in the new 52 era like era than he is now where like, yeah there's a lot of you know changing how like the history and, and background and, and stuff like that so um, yeah. it's happening more on the rebirth side I feel I guess Marvel is doing it more with their fresh start as well oh, with the whole yeah af- after secret Empire the whole Captain America Hail Hydra uh, event. That they did. It was kind of yeah. like a little bit of a, a restart because, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess like right now, um, before their their new initiatives start, it's it, it's more of like the whole kind of the old boy ish. That's
0: cool. uh, yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. And I know for a fact that's on unlimited. Like <laughs> that's that's <laughs> probably how they're selling it is with that. Yeah, type of yeah. Stuff. That's um, what it is. and I was gonna bring up. I remember. God, this was last year sometime. You brought up, uh, like, X-Men 90s. Is that what it was called? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh,
1: yeah. So there was X-Men 92, where it was just based on the cartoon. Right. But, like, further adventures of the 92, like, Fox cartoon series.
0: Yeah. I I need to get to that shit. Because whenever I saw it, all those memories, like, flooded mm -hmm. back of, like, buying those toys at KB Toys. Like, I had one of Beast. (laughs) That exact Beast. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" And like they they had Gambit with it, so like I told totally, I did totally mark out whenever I saw it because like Jubilee had the same dye, dye in her hair, like the all of it. I was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. those are the people <laughs> I remember." Um, and then like yeah. Sabretooth yeah, yeah. had the big Buffon like jackety yeah. thing. Yep, hilarious. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. Check out X Men
1: ninety two. Um thinking of anything else because right now i'm I'm looking what fresh start looks like and it's basically Mm -hmm. again on a bunch of number ones Mm because it's kind of hitting it's kind of hitting the reset button but uh, not sort of at the same time yeah uh yeah i mean yeah that's what i'm doing basically just seeing what the current like vision is right now and it's kind of it's kind of being like a a kind of a reboot interesting
0: yeah it seems like there's never really a bad time to jump into comics
2: no because there's always something
0: going on there's always there's always a new thing starting or Mm. a a thing is ending and there's a big event for it and like it seems like they all of the companies are pretty good about balancing that like Mm -hmm. some companies may do it better than others but yeah like chronological or like chronology sets (laughs) and things like that coming out and like kill or be killed like you said that now they're starting to put those into more collection based things up to issue 17 and they're still Mm -hmm. they're continuing it but they know that there is a huge market for that they're starting to reward people for sticking by it oh Um, yeah so yeah i i think that's what i'm slowly because whatever as an outsider like looking in you think like fucking amazing spider-man has 700 issues god (laughs) like i gotta read how many of these you know so you think like there's no way i could keep up but there's always something i what i'm realizing is instead of thinking of it like you got to read all 700 of these it's more like pick up the newest i guess story beat it's mm. going to be these 11 issues
1: yeah it's going to yeah. catch like the start of the arc is going to catch you up to what's going on like back like when it started and then like what's going on like kind of like the previous arc yeah it's like either they'll do like a point 5 thing like issue point 5 or an issue oh, point right. one gotcha. where it could be a jumping on point but um, yeah I mean like right now like I said uh, the fresh start with Marvel they're, they're all putting, going back to number ones since that helps with sales so
0: apparently yeah. that really helped DC with the new 52 whenever they did that yeah, right like that was a, yeah. I remember hearing about that and I wasn't keeping up with anything and uh-huh. they were like, oh, new 52, Batman number one, Joker number yeah. one, like fucking everybody, cat girl or catwoman or whatever, like all number ones. Um, yeah. And then the uh, problem
2: with new 52, though, was like the more interesting lines got killed off so quickly.
1: Yeah, did.
2: like all star Western. Like I enjoyed that and they got rid of that. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah um, I didn't enjoy Justice League Dark as part of that. Uh, the new 52 experiment as I call mm. it. But, uh, I mean, it, it kind of ruined my trust with DC and rebirth came out and everybody's just like, rebirth is so good. And I'm like, I'm waiting because I <laughs> right. didn't wait for the new 52. You got, you got burned. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, um, yep. I mean, for, for me, I, I know this is on comiXology unlimited, um, in humans versus X-Men.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> was a, fucking amazing six arc uh six arc Mm uh they do have the issue zero so seven comics Mm -hmm. it explains a lot what happens like after the terrigen bomb Mm -hmm. that started killing off the mutants in the uh, marvel universe so i mean you got that but it also follows um Follows like two groups of the X-Men. You got the Storm-led group, and then you have the Cyclops-led red gl- red, uh, group. And it's,
1: yeah.
2: it is a fan. I, I'm not. I I'm not gonna lie. X-Men lost me for a long time. Mm-hmm. This arc here, I was just like, holy shit! They finally mm-hmm. did something that I can get behind. Yeah. Um. One that isn't on Unlimited, which I liked. Is it's another limited series was uh, Civil War II Kingpin. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Cause
2: uh it kind of shows like it, it shows Kingpin for the character he is and it's four yeah. issues of him just being Kingpin. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right. But yeah uh, those are yeah. those are those would be my uh, my picks within the last you know eight years. So I yeah.
0: I think I think mine would be um because I'm really liking Superior Spider-Man that's getting me mm-hmm. up. But I always fall back to planetary. Mm-hmm planetary just blew my mind. Whenever I read through it, it was like reading through Watchmen the first time it was like reading through Mm -hmm. these bigger, like, Oh, paramount, you got a killing joke. Like there's a certain list of like 10 to 15, a like must reads the death of Superman. You Mm -hmm. you know, like even if you don't like comics at all, you got to read these because they're like the staples. Um, I would put planetary in there and, Mm -hmm the reason why is because the idea of planetary is so good they can get away with anything but it never feels out of left field or unrealistic basically there are through a majority of the, uh, the story there are three individuals
2: mm-hmm. and
0: they are whole the, the entire reason they exist is to make sure that things happen the way they should mm-hmm. so they don't get involved But they do get involved if something's going to, like, cause a, quote-unquote, like, space-time continuum type thing. Yeah. But we're talking about the very first or second issue. They go to an island, and they're like, as we understand it, there's going to be a lot of uh, Japanese, like, paratroopers coming to this island, but we don't Mm. know why. We just got word that something's happening. We better go and just check this out and kind of see what we can do. So they get there. And then they realize, like, oh, shit, this is the island where Godzilla is created. Oh, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, but you don't realize it until, like, almost four or five pages until the end of that chapter. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit, we got to make sure Godzilla lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So how do we back these people up? Like, yeah, basically, their whole gimmick is the world is a very strange place. Let's keep it that way. Mm-hmm. and there's there's one my my favorite issue of the whole thing and it starts building on itself like very meta type stuff which is really cool like uh but my favorite one is they hear that there's a ghost of a hong kong detective uh like <laughs> wow. in hong kong that's going and getting vengeance by murdering the people that killed him and his wife so it's kind of like the mm-hmm. crow mm-hmm. so they go and they have to talk with the specter who's like Basically, he looks like Chow Yun-Fat with a big trench coat and all this shit. (laughs) But, like, they have to work out a deal with him. And it's I I feel like even describing it doesn't really do it justice. Mm -hmm. But seeing how it interweaves, like, real stuff. And then you start seeing how this all works together. And then they get maybe the coolest, like, plot twist I've seen in a book. Maybe, period. Is they realize that as part of Planetary to really be successful... They need who's called the fourth man. Mm -hmm. And they keep... They're like, the fourth man can be anybody. It could be anybody. It could be Martin Luther King Jr. It could be like... It could be anybody. From any part of human existence, we have to find out who the fourth man is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because this is what's going to bring it all together. And then that reveal is fucking fantastic. Like... It's crazy, the type of stuff they pull. But I, I yeah. think that one's the... Uh, I can't remember who wrote... Maybe it was Bendis that did Planetary? I, I keep thinking of Bendis. I'm not sure. But, um, it might be right, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, so... Highly recommended for Planetary. The thing is, hmm. it's not cheap, though. Like, I was looking on... I think even Comixology, each volume's like 20 bucks. And it's yeah, not yeah. part of Unlimited or something. And I was like, why is this so expensive? And I thankfully, I have all four volumes, like physical. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of the rare comics that I actually own, like a physical copy of. But amazing. like It, it changed my idea of what type of story you could tell in a comic. Mm-hmm. Because it took itself yeah. seriously, but it didn't really take itself seriously at all. Like it ha- hit that happy medium of, be, they knew it was goofy, but then stuff started escalating. And it started becoming more and more important. And you're like... Oh, this is kind of a big deal. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, they
2: they just released the uh, looks like they just released the omnibuses on uh, Planetary. Oh, cool. So you got book one and two. Uh, book one is right now fifteen ninety nine on Comixology That's and eighteen ninety nine for book two.
0: So for what thirty two, <clears throat> thirty three bucks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, book two covers issues fifteen to twenty seven. Yeah. So.
0: And there's a lot to it, and those are meaty issues each one of those is probably about forty to fifty pages mm-hmm. like they're thick books so I mean that's gonna be that's probably three hundred pages right there like just <laughs> getting through the omnibuses
2: book but, yeah book two is four hundred and thirty six yeah. pages. It's outrageous
0: that's huge like but it's it's worth it it's worth the investment because oh, yeah. the type of stuff they go through you're like. How did you even come up with this premise, much less make it work? And it never, feels yeah. out, it never feels too outlandish. They never go past that point of no return. It does deal with like time skipping and time travel stuff, but then it's also to save themselves. And kind of the thing we made fun of, to where there's a part where they meet each other and they warn each other about something happening. Like, the fourth man meets with the fourth man mm-hmm. and discusses something, and then they both split And then, like, it goes into the other field, but, like, it completely, it makes logical sense whenever you read it and you're like, this is really tricky.
2: And the Hmm. omnibuses aren't just, um, for example, Omnibus 2 isn't just issue 15 to 27. It also includes JLA Planetary, uh, Terra Culta, and, uh... Batman planetary night on night on earth.
0: So that's part of what the bonus one that I got. And that's cool because yeah, exactly. So the planetary people will show up in a Batman comic. Batman's like, uh, who the fuck are you? And they're like, this sounds really weird, but we know who you are and we know what you're about to do. And like, (laughs) so you could like really play with fun stuff that way. And yeah, they joined justice league. Um, yeah. So yeah, things like that. Kind of, kind of like what you were saying, Marco is how they're pulling in Watchmen on DC. Like, oh, here's Dr. Manhattan. It's like, well, here's, you know, Snow. Um, Mm -hmm. You you know, here's the drummer, which I totally, even their powers don't make sense. Like, my favorite character in that is the drummer. And what he does is he just has his headphones on and a cowboy hat, and he has sticks, and he drums. But what he Mm -hmm. does is he can hear frequency vibrations, kind of like Daredevil can. Mm -hmm. But he can tell if something's going to happen before it happens because he can feel the shift in whatever vibration's happening. So, like, he's constantly drumming on stuff, but it's to be aware of, like, everything changing around him. He can hear molecules splitting. Like, he can hear any, like, that type of shit. So, you're like, how is this even going to work? But then you realize that, oh, maybe he can listen to the stuff so much that it freezes the air. And then snow can come in and, like, so they start digging into each other's abilities. And it's really interesting. Mm. um kind of what they do but yeah i'm glad it's been a while since i've read it so i don't give too much away yeah (laughs) like because i don't want to spoil it because it's a huge story like oh my god this is earth-shattering stuff but it's been long enough that i need to reread it to be like oh i remember why it's so good but yeah hopefully you guys like check out because i still like i just you you look at the books on the shelf and you're like that's a freaking great set of books like i would mm-hmm. recommend that i recommend them to my wife i was like i know you don't like comics at all i think you would get a lot out of this like i think mm-hmm. this is a cool thing um
2: yeah yeah it's yeah. it's one of those things though like you never know what uh what somebody's gonna be into and yeah Comic fans are constantly just like, you gotta check this one out. You gotta check this <laughs> right. One out. Right. Yeah.
0: Everyone has their dedicated yeah. deals.
2: I mean, yeah. you mentioned Spawn before, and I mean, I have a, a bit of a history with with reading those books growing up. Yeah. Though I like the the medieval spawn books as opposed to the oh, main series. Gotcha. It was just it was a uh, was it Dark Age Spawn or something yes. like that? Yeah. And I, I remember collecting the shit out of those. And yep. if somebody goes, oh, well, I'm looking for something kind of like Spawn. I'm like, have you read the Dark Age stuff? Because <laughs> that's where you need to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> or I mean like, oh, I, I don't want like something that's like a superhero thing. And I'm like, well, what are you feeling? And I'll pull out like a couple of the more indie books. Like there was Glitter Bomb, which I got to reread that. I don't remember the exact thing. I know I, I got the four issues, and I, but it was pretty good. I think it dealt with uh, – what is it? I want to say that was the one that dealt with the actress who tries to, to get jobs, but she's too old for it. So she kind of just loses her shit. Oh. It's
0: uh,
2: – Interesting. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, she kind of takes – I, I want to say she kind of takes out her competition so she can get those roles.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like – it's little books like that and you're like, holy yeah. shit, this is pretty good. Right. But, yeah. but I mean you want – you know, obviously people like us will end up collecting a lot of like Marvel and DC and whatnot because those yeah. are big ones.
0: The standard. They're yeah. always going to be around.
2: If you <clears throat> if you have a local shop nearby, I cannot stress enough. Ask them what they're reading.
0: Yeah, because yeah. they run a shop. They get everything. Yeah, If they're reading something, there has to be another hook to it. Like Because mm-hmm. they see comics all day
2: yeah and if 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 for example they you know you go well what are you reading that's you know what what's the big book for you right now you know and of course they'll say like oh well i'm reading this ongoing series for for dc or or whatnot and it's just like yeah but is there anything more you know off the radar that you're reading and you pretty much say that and they're just like follow me and they take you into the they take you into the one corner where it's all the indie books and they're like VIP section. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause otherwise you sound like somebody who's just like, I'm thinking about getting into comic books. What what should I read? I saw that
0: Iron Man guy on the TV. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: which there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, whatever gatekeeping way you want to get into the business. God bless. But, um, but that's interesting. Like, so we we're almost live about hour and 20 minutes. So I I'm I'm going to do the one of those you got to pick your children your favorite child type of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. If there's one book, one comic, and it could be the full arc, it could be mm-hmm. snippets that you would recommend anybody. Like they could love comics, they could be obsessed with comics, they could have already read the comic that you're thinking of, or they could be brand new never once saw a comic book, like doesn't even know how they work. Like is there one book that you would go to? Like, I already know my answer. Mm. Uh, one book that you would recommend for anybody, uh, if they have not checked it out.
1: Jesus. Dang. Okay.
0: Cause I'm having the same dilemma with picking my top 25 games of all time. All right. I'm like, Oh my God. I do what? an honorable mention video as well. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> These 45 honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> so you're,
1: you were talking about planetary, and it made me yeah. think of uh, a series called Shield, which is made by Jonathan Hickman. It's basically—I oh. don't. This is not necessarily my pick, but like it basically it's basically—it's—it's set in like a Marvel universe, but like with with no real-life people in the past, like yeah. uh, you know Leonardo da Vinci, uh, like Tesla, and all this oh, stuff. But yeah. they're all together, and I guess they're making this formation of the organization Shield. From the Marvel Universe. Right? Oh
0: wow!
1: So like, you 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 see all these famous pe- people you know in the world, and then yeah, they're all getting together trying to figure out is- uh, problems, or figure out how to solve these problems. Like, so I think like there was one one instance where they had to deal with Galactus. Like, Galactus yeah. came to Earth back then, and it was like Leonardo oh. da Vinci, Tesla, and like they had to de- figure out how to deal with Galactus. Like, what the hell? Ha- what, what what? They don't have powers. Like, what the hell are they going to do? And then I think there was another instance where like it like again, same same famous people, but they had to go up against like Benjamin Franklin because like Tesla is being you know, is pissed at Benjamin <laughs> Franklin sort of thing and Oh that's they, fantastic. Stole yeah, they stole my inventions. Yeah, stole my invention sort of thing. So like oh yeah, Benjamin Franklin's a super villain sort of thing. So yeah, like Shield made me think of like when you were talking about planetary. That, that's
0: really uh, cool.
1: So yeah, I would say take a look at Shield from Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. Um, jot that down. But but something that uh, a book that I would recommend, uh, man. That's a that's really good. That's a really good question. I have to think about that. Like, if you guys have your responses ready, like, go for it because yeah. I, I need to think about it. some more. And,
0: and also in the comments, if you're listening, comment us yeah. what your pick is for people because like that's the whole point of this is like get us reading everything. Like, because I think I, I think mine mine's fairly easy, but it's the one that I read kind of even before Watchmen, Killing Joke, and stuff like that. And I just fell in love with it. Then I fell in love with the movie, and that's The Crow. Like, mm. The Crow is such a distinct book. Because the book is actually, whenever you know James Obar and his story about what mm-hmm. happened in his personal life, like basically, what was it, the day or the week before his wedding, his wife was, or his yeah. fiance was killed in a drunk driving accident, and yeah. he was... Pissed. He was suicidal. Like he hated everybody. He hated everything. He was like, fuck the world, all this other stuff. And then he met with a therapist one time and the therapist was like, no offense, but you're kind of too far gone. You got to find something to do or you're not going to be here very long, very much longer. He was like, fuck this. So he was an illustrator by trade. So he was like, I'm going to write a book. Mm -hmm. It took him six and a half years. No one knew where he was. No one knew, like, he lived in his house, he was a recluse, he was in his basement, he didn't talk to family, the family thought he was dead, nothing. He comes out six and a half years later, and he wrote The Crow. And you read that book, and you're like, uh, yeah. like, there's yeah. some, oh, fuck, yeah. like, there's some heavy shit in that. Um, Like, but it, it's so, it's such a beautiful, like, you can tell how he got better. Like, that that was his therapy. Um, a lot of people for, that are anime fans will say the same thing about Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like, the creator of Evangelion did the same thing. He was beside himself, he hated it, then he wrote every script, he wrote the whole show, he made up the characters, the whole thing, and it's fucking bonkers. Like, Je- Neon Genesis Evangelion is nuts. But The Crow is very grounded, it, it will make you think about a lot of things that you might take for granted in life like it's one of those pivotal like you read it and you feel better about yourself after reading it like you know what life is actually pretty good um, not during half of this book but <laughs> like there is you know it's just basically it's about a guitar player Eric Draven and his wife gets murdered uh, Shelley Webster gets murdered the night before their wedding and they were going to get married on Halloween but they get uh, Devil's Night as the night before Halloween and that's when the murder happens a year goes by a crow brings back eric draven from the dead and he gets fucking vengeance like crazy and he's invincible so it's like not only does he come back from the dead he can't die again so now yep. he's really getting all of his vengeance but then of course you realize that's not actually the case and
2: yeah uh, things, he, he things seems really- invincible until like he seems
0: in- but yeah He could
2: could take shots point blank and that's, that's great. And you're like, Oh, we can't kill this motherfucker, but
0: but there's a little twisty there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And the movie is a classic. I can quote the movie line for line. Still. I could, I could recite you the entirety of the crow all one hour and 28 minutes of it or whatever, like (laughs) all of it. I got it on point. Uh, But yeah, the crow for me, for sure.
2: Hmm. So mine, see, it's it's really it's very much like the pick your va- favorite child thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I have to look at it from so many different perspectives. It's like, do I choose this one, and just hope that somebody goes and looks back and understands these characters, or hmm. do I say? this one here because it explains, because there's a lot of great arcs. Like obviously yeah. the the cheap one I could say is like Infinity Gauntlet and Thanos' Quest. I mean, like, oh, those are really good ones. But is it at that top spot for me? Right. No, no, it's not. It's an amazing arc, but I would have to have, I'd basically have to sit there and explain a lot of shit to people mm-hmm. Yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's, you know, you you've gone with uh, with these really amazing books and and arcs and and whatnot. Mine, I'm gonna have to go with Squee.
0: <laughs> I've <would laughs> heard,
2: yeah. <clears throat> Which um, Yonan Vasquez um, did has done a couple comics. Uh, to, to how he kind of started. Uh, then he also did a TV series called Invader Zim, which most people know mm. him from. Squee was his was his second series. Um, it involved a, a little boy who's basically scared of everything, going, th- like, his parents hate him and all the other stuff. Um, his neighbor, like, one of his neighbors is a character from this first series, uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Uh, so Johnny is one of his neighbors, and then I want to say his other neighbor. uh, His other neighbor's name is Papito, who is the Antichrist.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
2: Like It's just uh, he's got a he's got a teddy bear he talks to and stuff like that. And it just it's a fucking weird book. It really is. But I do recommend it. Like, it's just one of those at the it's definitely a snapshot of the time it was released
1: Mm -hmm. where it's like this.
2: You know, it's black. It's a black and white comic, um, so there's no coloring. It's very um, angsty, so to speak. Because of the time it was made. I mean, that was very acceptable. At, at the same time, the comic itself was sold mostly through, you could find it at some shops, but most of the time you could only find it at like Hot Topic locations. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. so it was just one uh. of those things, like it fit that tone so much. But I, yeah. I mean, if you look for it, you could probably find it. It's pretty damn good.
0: That sounds rad. Oh, but good comic. Talk. We haven't had a comic e- episode in pool yeah over a year i'd say uh, that we <laughs> yeah. really focused on comics primarily No, know we threw some tv stuff out there but um just good storytelling like whatever good stories are
1: storytelling yeah is definitely the the theme of this episode
2: oh yeah absolutely
1: yeah. yeah
0: and then we'll talk about the best story which is metal gear solid no uh <laughs> Fucking crazy!
1: <laughs> My fanfic of Metal Gear yeah. Solid,
0: <laughs> uh, where where Metal Gear Solid meets up with Dark Souls, and then they they, so they end up in Marvel versus Capcom.
1: They meets this trainee named Mackenzie. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> this this young uh, lion named Mackenzie. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. oh and yeah, that's to not be not
0: fair. People. We just recommend everyone hang out with McKenzie and Marvin. Like those are the Thank two you, storytellers. Boss. You don't need you don't need any of the other other people. You just need good McKinsey. So McKenzie and Marvin are basically yeah. what we're saying is, is Tiger Mask and uh <laughs> Tiger Mask the, the Dark? The, yeah. <laughs> the dark. Oh so good.
1: <laughs> I need to finish that. I, I do I, too.
0: I, I literally just thought about that and I thought about him climbing a mountain whenever yeah. he's... <laughs> oh, that show is so fucking good.
1: Killing young lions <laughs> as a trial.
0: <laughs> Just 100,000 squats a day. Like, Ugh, yeah.
1: Ugh. Oh, man. Oh, man. And maybe then maybe what, should, what was that Maybe move? we should do that. Is like re- uh, like re-look at the stuff that we recommended. Like, oh, it's still good. <laughs>
0: What was that move that he always did from the top rope It was like a pile driver that actually murdered people And they called it like the bee sting And they're like the bee sting Like they scream it It's so hilarious And then it's like oh yeah you killed my master Now I'm gonna get vengeance on you And it's like he gave him the mandible claw But whenever he gave him the mandible claw It turned into like a uh Oh what is it berserk Where he like just grabs the fucking muscle And like smashes it in it, Like "Ah, blood everywhere Like what what is this
1: <laughs> oh man! I, okay. I know what I'm gonna do tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rewatch Tiger Mask. Yeah, at work. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that is our time. That's episode number 54. Yeah, of brother around. Yeah, man, I Damn. like it. I know it. We're getting there. We're on the road to 100. Nice. On the road in a to couple 100. years. Yeah, we'll we'll be there. We'll we'll be there hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, that's it for us, guys. Definitely, of course, go to ComedyHobo.com for the show notes. Um, I might put our recommendations up there on the show notes. That way just people have a nice little reference point to go to. Of Mm -hmm. course, if you're hanging out on YouTube, we love you. If you're listening on iTunes, and I think we got Stitcher and Google Play, and we're going to try to get on everything. Uh, we, we appreciate you. Um, definitely let us know what you think. What's your favorite comic of all time, man? What's your favorite TV show? We want to know. We want good stories. You can never have a, like, too many good stories in your life. But for Todd EVF, for Marco Flores, and for myself, Camilo, that's it. We done. We done. We done. Episode 54 in the bag. Peace!